What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. All right, and we're back on prime time Monday night here. We're going to do it for the second straight week. It went over really well last weekend, so we're going to try to do it again. Papa Dude, are uh, you ready to go? we got a lot to talk about. Ready to go, and I don't know, Aaron, whether you uh, noticed the sh- shirt I have on tonight. I did. It's from our alma mater, uh, Missouri Southern. I, I don't even know whether you know or not. But you. Victory number three for our football team. Probably the first time in, what, 10 years since they've won more than one or two games in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Southern's a super little college in Joplin that uh, Aaron and I both went to, and they're pretty good in other sports. God awful in football. <laughs> and they won their third game uh, Saturday over Central Missouri, which is usually a good team. Not, not so much this year. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd wear my uh, Missouri Southern shirt tonight in honor of that big win. I think we're going to build a statue of the new head coach out in front of uh, the stadium there after three wins. It's, yeah. it's been a long time. I, that's probably more wins than we've had the last three years total. So I think so. And, Good and, Lord. You know, yeah. The, the, yeah, and their big rivals, Pitt State over in Pittsburgh, Kansas, they almost beat them the other day. So Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's sign the are... Pittsburgh, yeah, it's a sign the Pittsburgh State program's in big trouble. But anyway, three <laughs> wins for the Lions. Outstanding. <laughs> Papa Dude went there, and when they had smart people, oh, I always wondered what was wrong, was so wrong with Aaron. That's right, yeah. They, they let anybody I'll tell, in. I'll tell you what, Dennis, it's uh, about the only place I could pass. So it's, that's how I, I got my college degree. What's funny is Dennis insults my intelligence, and then I can barely read the comment without stumbling there. It's like, oh, gosh, that was, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> All right, let's. Let's uh let's get into the, the show today though because we do have a lot to talk about. But yes, it's great to see that the Lions, uh, Missouri Southern State College Lions, actually, University Lions now actually, yeah, uh, have picked up another win. I I checked the score when I got home from the game and was shocked. Let's get right into an actual game that's going to happen here in about an hour and a half. Uh, the Buffalo Bills and Tennessee Titans. We talked about it a little bit uh, on Thursday. We will refresh and that'll lead us into the scoreboards and and everything we're going to talk about. Uh, the Titans are a six-point underdog tonight at home against the Bills. A lot of people believe the Buffalo Bills might be the best team in the NFL. Uh, where are you leaning in this one? Well, I'm one of them. I think they're one of the top three or four for sure. So what we have here tonight is a very consistent uh, team that, that seems to bring it every week against a bunch of cuckoos that you don't know what they're going to do. We do know that the Titans have some talent, though. It's Monday night. They have to win this game. Uh, I'm going to think I'm going to pick Buffalo to win, but I'm going to take the Titans uh, to beat the spread. So I'm going to go with Buffalo to win tonight, but I think it's going to be a heck of a game. I think uh, Tennessee is going to bring it, but I don't know whether they're good enough to beat Buffalo. Yeah. We both have Tennessee covering uh, that plus six. I I think that's a lot of points to give a team uh, at home. Even though a Buffalo coming off a very, very easy victory at Kansas City last weekend, 
But uh, the Chiefs kind of gave them a lot of points. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Tennessee plus the six. I've gotten into team totals. I gave, uh, I was talking to Dennis in the chat of the Magic Mike show. Him and Ricky gave me a great idea to start betting the team totals. Uh, and, you know, uh, uh, Syracuse under last weekend was a really nice bet that I made. Uh, Alabama going over, the Chiefs going over, the Ravens going over. So I, I'm really into those right now. So I'm going to go another over tonight. I'm going to go uh, Tennessee over 23 and a half. I, I, I think if you like Tennessee to cover, they're going to have to score. And I do think they'll be able to score enough uh, to get over that 23 and a half mark. I know Mike Samich, uh, earlier Magic Mike, he liked that as well. So we're going to go over Tennessee 23 and a half tonight for a team total bet. Uh, I, I think that's the best bet uh, of the night. I, I, I like the Tennessee plus six as well, but it, man. Buffalo, they can really score it. It makes you nervous, you know, when Buffalo's putting up the points that they are. Um, Magic says, a Lions team that can win three games in a season? Where do I sign up? Well, Magic is a Detroit Lions fan, so yeah. obviously. It's um, looking bleak. Looking yeah. bleak, Magic. It's it's not looking good. Here's some player props from Dennis. He said, Cole Beasley, anytime touchdown, plus 225. That's very good odds. And then he's going lightly with the Allen over 29 uh, 295.5 passing yards and Julio Jones over 47.5 receiving yards. It's good. Uh, so yeah, or I'm sorry, unders. Uh, look, no, it's reading under. still, Dennis is a problem. 47.5 <laughs> Julio Jones under um, that. So well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this too, Aaron. If Allen goes over 295 and a half yards, I think Buffalo wins the game pretty easy. And I will apologize to Dennis once again for my reading because Julio Jones over 47 and a half, and then he's playing the under point total of 40. Yeah, there you go. 53 and a half. So <laughs> he's got me all flustered tonight. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. Let's get on to some recaps here. Uh, I'll start with the NFL since we did uh, the uh, Monday Night Football game. We'll just cruise through the NFL scoreboard to start us off. We'll start with the Thursday night game. <laughs> This is incredibly frustrating if you pay, if you bet the point totals, and incredibly frustrating if you bet Tampa Bay minus six and a half, minus seven, wherever they were offered at the time. The Buccaneers win twenty eight to twenty two. They jump way out ahead. Look like it's going to be a blowout. The Eagles come storming back. They make it twenty eight to twenty, and they go for two <laughs> to make it twenty eight to twenty two, which means the Eagles are covered everywhere you look. All of a sudden. And then Tampa has the ball with six minutes left. They drive it down the field. They're well within field goal range, but instead they were able to run the clock out so the over doesn't cash. And uh, Tampa Bay minus six and a half or seven, where you, wherever you got it, doesn't cash. That's just the definition of a bad beat, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> well, how many times do you see a team go for two in that situation? I'm Never. not sure I ever have. No. Because if they don't get it, it's 28 to 20. The best they can do is tie. And if I just don't understand why they went for that right there. I don't. The logic's not reaching me. I mean, I, under, I, I, I guess they thought, well, heck, let's go ahead and go for two. We're going to go for two anyway if we do tie it or do get it to 28, 27. Yeah. Yes, that's what they thought. They weren't going to mess with going into overtime or something to, to that effect. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, and then Tampa, who who would have ever thought they'd run out all six minutes of the clock and not, you know, score. So, uh, anyway, 
let's, <laughs> let's get into this because there's a huge debate going on. It's it's the analytics play. It's a it's a hot analytics play. Russ W says, and he's not making that up. And there's been a big talk about it's 28-14. You got a 50% chance to make to the two-point conversion. Yeah. So you go for it both times. And if you get the first one, well, then all you got to do is kick an extra point. And you're going to win the game. Um, what are, what are your thoughts on not only these two point conversions, but like these fourth downs, like people are going for it on fourth they down are. all the time. Now, what are your thoughts on analytics versus, Hey, we've got Jalen hurts and our offense hasn't been that great. And maybe we shouldn't go for two here. Well, I, I don't, I, I don't follow that crap at all. <laughs> I just think it, you're, you got enough to worry about without worrying about that. I will say this. If I was a high school coach, I'd go for two every time. Every time I'd have a kicker in case I had to kick an extra point, but think about it. Let's say you score a touchdown and you don't get it. So it's six, nothing. You come back and score again and you do get it. It's 14 to nothing. You're right where you were. If you'd have kicked both of them. And if you get both of the two point conversions, you're up 16 to nothing. So I'm saying I would go for two every time, except in a situation where you have to have an extra point to maybe win the game and you need to kick it. Yeah. In college, I'm not too sure. I wouldn't try maybe that too. Going for this on fourth down, I think is great. I really do. I, I, we're seeing so many more teams uh, do this on fourth and short, fourth and two. And it seems like now I know a lot of the games we're seeing there involving OU, as soon as the other team crosses the 50, they're in four down territory. Yep. Unless they're close enough to kick a field goal, they're going for it on fourth. They're very few teams are punting now when they're on the other side of the 50. So I think they like that angle. I, I think it's worth a gamble. These offenses today uh, in, in, in the NFL and college are so lethal and they can score so many points. I think teams feel like they have to score mm-hmm. a lot more than they used to. And they're not playing field position like they used to do. No, keep that ball away from the other team. Yep. That's the other thing. We've seen that. That's been very prevalent in, in three or four OU games this year where the, where the opponent came in and they looked to be out overmatched and they – they play keep away. They try to drive and drive and go for it uh, and everything like that. Um, I, I agree, Mark. When I when I saw them go for two, I thought somebody's bet this game because <laughs> and, and Mark says the only way it makes sense is somebody bet the game. Somebody yeah. check on uh, Pete Rose. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a he, – uh, Russ says, I like the thought of going for two, but how many instances has it actually worked where a team had an extra point attempt to win the game? It's a good it, point. It it doesn't very often. It really doesn't. I I guess my argument back, and we'll use it. We'll use this game as a specific example for us. And I I don't necessarily disagree. I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate, giving another side of it. At this point, it's twenty eight to twenty two, and they make it, and there's six minutes left. Well, it's very conceivable they could they could have won the game because of that two point conversion. I mean, they you know if they get if they get a stop, and I realize. They didn't, but if they did, I mean, you, you you put a lot of more pressure, in my opinion, on that Tampa Bay defense that's already on it, right? Because they know now they're playing with the mindset: if we give up a touchdown, we're going to lose instead of this game being tied. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know in the in the Eagles situation if it was worth the risk, but I think at times it might be. I think it kind of tells me, Aaron, they were going to go for two if they made it twenty eight, twenty seven. Yeah, I, I think they I think they were. I think that's what they were going to do. So they said, well, let's just go ahead and see if we can get it here. It's 28-20. If we don't, then we can get the two the, and, and tie it the other way. I, 
that may be what they were thinking. I don't know. But you don't I'll see tell you this. Right? If they would have lost the game 28 oh, to 26. Oh, boy. They may have fired the coach. So it yeah. is very. It's very. That's right. <laughs> and and I think that is what I agree with the most. Russ says it's it's all hypothetical until it actually wins someone a game. Yeah. I can't think of a time that it did. So I, I don't think you're wrong on that. I really no, don't. I don't this this you know the kickers are missing more than ever, and I think in the NFL is because the the extra points a little longer. You know, oh, and so. That coupled with, like, say, spread offense as being so dominant, hard to stop. It makes sense to be aggressive. I I agree with that somewhat. I do. Uh, oh, anyway, definitely. I think that that's just an interesting thing that happened Thursday night. That yeah. it's just it happens to affect the gambling world in this situation. But it's like, okay, was this really the thing to do or not? And I think that's it was kind of a fun debate. All right, let's move on though. We don't want to spend uh, an hour on the Thursday night football game. Uh, how about this? Were you happy for Urban Meyer uh, Saturday morning uh, in London? Urban Meyer gets his first NFL win, twenty-three to twenty, over the Dolphins. I could care less. <laughs> I, or Herb. I, I or don't Herb. care. You don't even care about him. All right. How about? Well, this? it's not that. I don't care anything about those two teams. No. Well, how could you? I, I. Hey, you know what? I thought the Dolphins would be good. They're not. Um, the yeah, Packers. The Packers got a win over the Bears, twenty-four to fourteen. I, this was a pretty boring game, I thought. Uh, kind of a workmanlike effort for the Packers. I, I, nobody's going to touch them in this division, right? In that division? Yeah. <laughs> no. And did you see Aaron Rodgers taunting the fans? I did. I did. I mean, he's got a whole new personality, doesn't he? He does. He's he's like the evil villain. If you're a yeah, wrestling he's... fan. If you're well, if you're a wrestling fan, Aaron Rodgers has turned heel. That's what we call that in the wrestling <laughs> yes. business. So he's yeah, I, he was he was definitely it was kind of funny. I laughed. It I'll was, but it's totally unlike him. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, all right, moving on. The Bengals get a 34-11 win over the fighting Curtis Kellward, uh Detroit Lions. We were talking about the Lions a little bit earlier. Um I was with Magic anyway. Do you think the Lions go winless? I mean, surely they get a win somewhere, right? You talking to me? Yeah, you. Well, hang on. Hang on. Let's see if we can find one. Okay. Okay. See if we can find a win. Magic probably already has that schedule down. Yes, we just read it off. Yes. All right. Here we go. At the Los Angeles Rams. Stock at the loss. All right, here's a chance. Philadelphia at home. Yep, we agree. I think I think they could beat them. Philadelphia yep. obviously punting on their season, so to speak. Yeah. At Pittsburgh, uh-uh. Uh, they might beat the Browns the way they're playing. They could almost beat the Browns, yeah. Uh, they got – oh, here's a big one. The Bears on Thanksgiving Day in Detroit. Our theory was they would be very fired up for that game. They don't ever play well on Thanksgiving, though. They okay. say they do, but they don't. Then they got the Vikings at Detroit, at Denver. Uh, they got the Cardinals at Atlanta, at Seattle, and Green Bay. I see maybe one or two ch- chances there. I think you're right. I, we we thought maybe two, maybe get two wins. But, you know, they are playing hard. They, they've almost won a couple, so they yeah. really got unlucky or they would have won a couple. Hey, so. I got to give a shout-out here, Aaron. Okay. Uh, one of the best basketball players I ever coached, Spencer Caddick. Is in the house tonight, Spence. There you go, you, buddy. He's watching live today, uh, so that's good to see him on the chat as well. Chime yeah. in if you got anything else. 
while we go through these. All right, the Colts beat the Texans 31-3, nothing to talk about there. Uh, Rams 38-11 to win over the Giants. The Rams continue to just kind of build a pretty nice season. How about the Chiefs? They finally, I guess for a half, looked pretty good yesterday. A, a, a terrible first half saw them behind 13-10. to They come out and win, though, in the second half, 31-13. to What did you think of the Chiefs? Well, I think that's a good win for them. I think the used-to-be Redskins, that's what I call them, the used-to-be Redskins are really bad, really bad. I wouldn't get my hopes up too much, Chiefs fans, but you needed to win. Pretty solid second half. Yeah, look good, in the, look good in the second half, and certainly uh, the it was more about Washington being pretty bad, but at least they didn't mess around. At no. least they got a, a, a nice win, a big, a big you know win as far as yeah. the score goes. So it's a good win for them, and they can build on it. Yeah, they covered for once in their lives. So yeah. I mean, that was it was all things considered, it wasn't too bad. All right, Vikings. This was this was a hell of a game. They get an overtime nice. win, thirty-four to twenty-eight over the Panthers. The Panthers go ninety-nine yards to tie this game up, only to lose. The Vikings at three and three. I'm still interested in them. They because a couple of their losses have been really close heartbreakers. I I thought this was a sign that they are a pretty good team because they blew that mm-hmm. on the road. They could have easily caved in an overtime. They didn't do it. They went down and scored. That's a huge win for them. They got a tough schedule, the Vikings do. But I, they haven't played – sorry, Magic. They haven't played the Lions. Oh, yes, they did, didn't they? And they shouldn't have beat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. There's some wins in that division they can get. Uh, but that was a big one for them. They're now 3-3. Three and three. If they'd have blown that game, I don't know where they would have headed. But uh, they got a bye this week, so that's a great win for them. Yeah, they needed yeah. that win. They can kind of – I don't think they're going to catch Green Bay, but they can maybe get in that wild no. card chase. Uh, the Ravens, how about oh, this? The, the Chargers were kind of the darlings of the NFL. That lasted six days. The Ravens crushed them here, 34-6. to Kind of what I thought would happen. The Ravens would be able to move the ball at will, kind of run over them, and they did. But what I didn't think would happen, how does Sandy – or excuse me, Los Angeles score six points in this game? That was awful. You know, that's the mystery of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens' defense hasn't been that good. I, I looked at the statistics today because I'm thinking there must have been a bunch of turnovers or something in that game, but there weren't. They had, I, I don't know. I, well, if you'll remember, we were talking when we were picking the games last week, and both of us said, are the Chargers going to become the Chargers? Yeah. When is that going to happen? And it happened. And, uh, man, I was shocked. I'm not shocked that they lost. Like you no. said, six points. That's just unreal. I was pretty confident that the that the Ravens would score. And I thought they could cover because they just could run the ball uh, well on them. And that's what happened. Like I said, the six points. And, and Justin Herbert, who kind of was getting like MVP talk. Oh, yeah. You know, and legitimately, he, he was a no-show in this game. He, yeah. he was awful. So I, I could Don't not get believe it. it. I just couldn't believe it. Um, all right, let's move on to another game where I really wasn't too surprised. Cardinals 37, Browns 14. The sky is falling in Cleveland. They looked awful in this game. They've got a long list of injuries. Both running backs are now hurt. Best wide receivers hurt. Two offensive linemen are hurt. Linemen are hurt. Two uh, secondary players are hurt. Baker Mayfield's hurt. I, I don't know. It, it's, it's going wrong in Cleveland. Yeah. I read a deal today. They're the 49ers of 2021. Yeah. Because the 49ers had all kinds of injuries. 
last year. And these aren't just rinky-dink players that are getting hurt. These are keys to their team. Chubb is a big underrated key to their team. And without him, they were hurting anyway. And uh, I don't know. I think they're – might as well just give this season up. Really. <laughs> I, no, I'm serious. I, I don't know how they're going to come out of this. I don't either. They do have Denver next – well, it's actually Thursday night. How are they going to get ready for that game with – you know, they – well, I guess those guys weren't going to be back anyway. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen there. But I tell you what, the Cardinals are impressive. They are impressive. They are. They are. For, for the Brown side of it, if there's one team in the NFL that didn't need to be playing on a Thursday night, it's the Browns. They, need, yeah. you know, they, they need three weeks. Uh, they yeah. needed to buy. They needed to buy. Yeah. Let, let's talk about the Cardinals for a second. Um, they're 6-0. and They're still, obviously, the only undefeated team left. I still can't say that they're like a Super Bowl like favorite, no. but at six and zero, oh, what do you what do you make of them like long term? I'm not talking about what they've done. I'm talking about what's what's to come. Well, you you got to you got to look at them as starting to become legit. I mean, six games. Yeah, they got Houston this week. That's seven, and they I, they. I think that I think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to outlast the Rams in that division. I I think that's the key. I think that's the worry. I don't know if they can win the division because it's so tough. Uh, yeah. I looked ahead at their schedule. Even if they don't play well, the last you know six set what is it? I don't know. There's like eleven weeks left. I still think they could go like twelve and five. But unfortunately, I don't think twelve and five will win the division. And Dennis no. agrees. He says they won't win the division either. I think they just caught the Rams at the perfect time, and they ganged it. You know, they snuck up on them and they beat their ass. I, I don't think they're a better football team than the Rams. What I will say, I'm, I, and I'll put it up again. I don't think they're going to win the division, but I do think they're much better than what I thought they would be. Yeah, and they're getting a break in the fact that the Seahawks are beat up. You know, without Russell Williams. Uh, that's helped them too mm-hmm. because they're probably, what are they? They're now four games out of the Seahawks, right? Yep. And that's well, it's going to be hard for the Seahawks to catch them. Yeah. Uh, the 49ers are, uh, you know, they're not playing very well either. So there's two teams in that division that aren't as good as we thought they were, at least at this point. I think that's going to help them. I think they're definitely going to win uh, or, or make the playoffs. Yeah. I don't think they're as good as the Rams. I just don't. I don't either. And I think that's where my problem kind of lies with them. I just don't think they're quite as talented as the Rams. But I tell you what, they have some studs on offense. So Yes, they do. That's going to take you a long ways. I think the health of Kyler Murray is going to be everything. Yes. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Last year he did not. Well, so. Yeah, all bets are off if he gets hurt. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. All right, let's go on to the last three games before we get to some college football talk. Uh, the Raiders – this is a big win for the Raiders. I, you know, a lot of controversy going on with the Raiders with Gruden and everything that's happened there. It was good to see them win 34 to 24. Well, good, unless you're a Broncos fan. Uh, they've now lost three in a row, kind of going back to what we kind of thought they were going to be. How about this game? This was the game of the week for me. It's the background of uh, on our show here, CeeDee Lamb running in for a touchdown. The Cowboys in overtime get the job done 35 to 29. As a person who bet Dallas minus three and a half, how much did you enjoy watching this game? I have never been so damn mad at a team in my life when I'm sitting there watching this game. 
they tried. I'm talking about the Cowboys. Yeah. And I'm kind of, I like the Patriots. I'll admit it. I like the Patriots. And I was sitting there and I was told my wife, Sandy, I said, Sandy, if they don't cover this game, <laughs> then Patriots win. At least let me get something out of this. Yeah. Dallas played so bad, got so many penalties, had so many opportunities in the red zone, couldn't score. And then the, the only way I cover this is what happened. That's the only way. Remember, I texted you. I said, the only chance I got is if they kick a field goal to tie the game and then get it into overtime, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And, and what I was really started sweating was uh, New England got the ball first and didn't score, which meant all Dallas had to do was kick a field goal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's my wife. They're screaming at the TV. She's absolutely right. <laughs> I was so pissed. I, 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 because I, all, I mean, when I was making this bet, I kept telling myself, don't pick them, don't pick them, don't pick them. They're due to flop like they do. And Mark here has got a comment on here that I got to agree with. My God, McCarthy needs some kind of a clock management class or something. I mean, he, they can do the dumbest stuff. And, you know, he's won a lot of football games in the NFL. So I'm kind of becoming a Dallas fan a little bit. I kind of am. You know, I don't really get into the NFL too much because I don't really have a team. But I'm kind of becoming a fan of They're really fun to watch. And oh, I was so mad at them. And then when he scored that touchdown, I think I jumped 10 foot in the air. Sandy was in the other room. I was screaming. You're not going to believe what happened. She goes, yeah, I know what happened. I can tell. And it was, just, it was I don't know. It was great. I, and Dennis said the reason he took the Pats was coaching, and Dennis lost a heartbreaker here. Because if you were yeah. on the Pats, you, you just, that's just heartbreaking loss. No other way to put oh, it. Oh, it was. And how about New England? They've lost all four games at home. I know. They're pretty close to being pretty good. Is it just me, or does Mac Jones look exactly like Tom Brady in that Patriots uniform? He does. Or it yeah. just looks. Talking about when Brady first got there. Yeah. 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 He does. I looked up there and I thought, my God, there's Brady playing for the Patriots. I mean, they're going to be good. You better get them this year. Yeah. Because it's not going to be long until they're going to be back. I'm with you. I think they're starting to build back up into something. And I think I think they're going in the right direction. Yeah. The the thing that got me and and the Cowboys, McCarthy, the dumbest thing he did, and he did a he did so many just <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're doing type moments. Kicking the field goal when they had like fourth and one, and he chooses yes. to kick a fifty-four yard field goal. There's three minutes left in the game. At at the best thing that can happen is is Zerline makes the field goal, but then you got to defend the path yes. the for three minutes. I mean, yeah. I tell you what, another thing I thought was dumb. Mm-hmm. They kicked the field. Why did they call timeout with twenty seconds left to kick that game tying field goal? I, don't know. I think it was, was it 20 or was it? Yeah, it was 20, wasn't it? It, yeah, gave, New England a, it, it gave New England a couple of plays. They could have passed, you know, the way that crazy game was going. Why don't you run the clock down? If you're going to kick a field goal, why don't you run the clock down to two seconds and kick it? That's, I, I have no idea. <laughs> and, I, and even for you to cover the game, like I said, you needed the touchdown, and all Dallas needed was a field goal. And I text you and I said, well, shit once they get to like anywhere close to midfield he'll just start running it and we'll try to set up a 60 yard field goal wait and see thankfully they didn't do that i know 
and C.D. Lamb runs wide. By the way, he oh, is a star. He is. He's a beast. <laughs> yeah, he goes wide open one. and uh, loved the little wave that he gave. I know you probably hated that, but I thought that was hilarious. No, I loved every minute of it. I cashed in, man. <laughs> That's right. And that's why Dallas is not your was favorite NFL team. You cash in on him every week. I don't have to pay you. You're making so much money on Dallas. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the last one. And this was, um, this really wasn't an entertaining game until the second half. This looked like it was going to be a blowout. Steelers were, were just blowing them out. Seattle's playing awful. Geno Smith struggling. They found, uh, they being Seattle, found some footing in the second half. They got this thing into overtime. They're another one. They lose a heartbreaker here. 22 yeah. to 20. Um, both these teams are not very good. I don't think though. Right. I mean, can you see either one of these teams making a run now? Not, 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 I don't think the Seahawks can Steelers maybe cause they're the Steelers. Yeah. What you have there is two teams with a lot of guts. Yeah. A lot of pride, a lot of tradition, two solid coaches that have been there forever. And uh, I got to tell you the truth. You're a better man than me. If you could stay awake last night, we didn't, I didn't get home till three in the morning on Sunday morning. You got in about two and, yeah. and uh, I, I saw the score. I was 14, nothing. I have, I went to bed. So I didn't, I, I didn't see the last part I read about this morning. No, and I, I, I the, the Seahawks, I've got so much pride. They were dead in the water in that game and came back. And I got a lot of respect for both of these teams. Um, so Steelers can't ever count them out till they're gone. But I agree with you. Neither one of them are very good. No, Steelers quarterback wise, it's just not good. He's no. he's a he's done. And I mean, Geno, he didn't play awful, but I mean, he's Geno Smith. They, until they until they get Russell Wilson back, it's yeah, it's just not going to work out for right. him. Uh, yeah, but a big win for the Steelers. They get to three and three. They're, they're at least in the ball game a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to do it for the NFL there. Uh, another just a crazy week. And I think, oh, we'll nice. see, yeah, and I think we'll see a pretty good game tonight as well. Uh, in Before we get to the college here, Sandy gave me a note here. She's my uh, personal secretary here. Want to uh -huh. uh, give another shout out to a viewer okay. uh, from Sykeson, her brother, Tom Coleman. So, Tom, thanks for watching, buddy. There you go. This is, this is the Racing Dude shout-out show is what we're going to start calling this. So. Hey, we're all about the fans. Hey, I'd like to shout-out Magic. I know he's watching. I, I appreciate it, Magic. Thanks. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We are all about the All right. Fans. I won't do it anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't care. You can do it all you want. I don't okay. care. Uh, all right. Uh, if you go to uh, uh, racedudes.com slash sports right now, Papa Dude's got a bunch of new articles out. And one of them is how we see it after week seven in college football. I thought this was a good way to kind of start before we go through the top 25 scoreboard. Uh, the thing I really wanted to talk about here, uh, and, and I, I titled this uh, as uh, uh, this podcast as the, the college football playoff picture starting to come clear. And then all of a sudden you write this article. So it's great. You've got the best bets to make the four team playoffs. So like what their percentage chance is, according to you right now. Number one, uh, you have Georgia at 75%. Now, I will argue that that percentage even is even higher than that, but I'll let you you go first. Well, I agree with you. I, I, I do too. Um, the reason I put it there is so dang hard to go undefeated through the through – the, I like that from Dennis there too. It's, so, it's so hard to go through the, end, uh, the season undefeated. And more than likely, they're going to have to beat Alabama – well, okay, yeah. here's where I'll push back. I don't think they do. 
You think Alabama's going to get beat? No, 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 no. I think even if Georgia loses to Alabama, as long as that's their only loss, they'll be in. Yeah, it's possible. So that's why I don't, if it, I would have them about 60 to 70% if, if, if I thought they had to beat them to make the playoff, but I don't think they do. What I'm, what I'm basing it on is kind of stupid. I know there's still five games left. And so each time they win, that percentage is going to go up. That's kind of what I was looking at there. I just got a text from your niece, and she said, what am I, chopped liver? Shout out to Lindsey Holtzman <laughs> watching the show today. Cast Boy, Missouri. I have opened up a can of worms here, I'll tell you. <laughs> no, uh, listen, we love you all. How, how about that? Well, here's, yeah, here's how I see it. They have five regular season games left, being George right. I'm talking about. They look super easy to me. The Florida they game might be tough. The rest of them look like cupcakes. Uh, so I think Georgia is in because I think if they get beat by Alabama, it's, it's, it's no big deal for their their playoff chances. I think Georgia's in, I put them more like 90% to be honest. I've seen more college football seasons than probably any of our fans here. And that's why I'm kind of, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I've seen too much stupid crap happen. Oh, we're not. We're going to bring this up a little bit later, Russ. But poor Papa Dude, it is. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> All right, Cincinnati. This was a good one. Cincinnati, sixty-five percent chance. You say. You look at their schedule. They should. I mean, obviously, they're going to be. There might be double-digit favorites in all these games they've got left. You think they're in if they go undefeated? I do, unless something kind of crazy happens. The only team on there that I think could beat them out. See, here's the deal. If Georgia beats Alabama, they're out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if they that's what Cincinnati's got to be rooting for. Yep. They have to be hoping that Alabama is defeated by Georgia. Because if 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 Georgia comes in undefeated into the SEC championship game and Alabama's only lost one, and Alabama beats them goodbye, Cincinnati, in all likelihood. Unless some crazy, unless somebody like Oklahoma gets beat, the other team that I'd be worrying about if I was really if I was Cincinnati is Ohio State. Yeah, and and we'll get to them here in just a minute. But I think they've got the best chance of any Group of Five team ever to get into the playoffs, and it's simply because they had the good fortune of playing Notre Dame, yep. and they really need Notre Dame to run the table. And finish eleven and one. Yep, they absolutely do. It's really going to help. To me, I think their path is super clear. And you said it—the easiest path. Obviously, now listen. Obviously, they have to win out. They cannot lose. Okay, that's a thousand percent. They're out. But if they win out and Georgia beats Alabama, they're in. Cincinnati is in. Yes, I, I would bet my life on it. That's yeah. the only caveat. Is what if the SEC gets two teams? Yes, then Cincinnati's probably screwed. So. We'll see what happens here. Uh, and then uh, Dennis thinks the committee is going to be the problem. You know, if it was, say, it was the old BCS system where computers kind of decided it, then maybe they could get in. But the committee, will they put a Cincinnati in? That's still a big question. I kind of agree with that. Uh, I Russ, think in. I think they are too. Right? Well, again, Georgia Unless and Alabama both have one loss. Yes. 
I think they're both in, and I think Cincinnati's going to need Ohio State to lose another game well, and nobody else to come out of that Big Ten. Undefeated. Unless there's no other undefeated teams. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's entirely possible. That's still entirely possible, yes. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll go quick here. Oklahoma. Hey, hey, we're up to number three. 50% chance. Uh, I don't think you would have said that until you saw what you saw last Saturday. Let's not exactly. talk about that yet, though. We'll talk yeah. about that in a second. You really think OU's got a 50% chance? Well, here's the deal. If they play like they're capable, they should be undefeated. Yep. They should. It's it's the schedule for me, which makes me think, I, I think you're right. I think Dennis, 30% is a little low. I think it's 50%. Yep. They're in the big SEC, and they had to, you know, they had to, had to kind of fight through some tougher opponents, maybe not, so, but they should beat these teams that are left. You got Alabama yeah. 40%, Ohio State 35%, Notre Dame still at 30 Hey, with their schedule, I, I think it's possible they could win out and kind of sneak back in there. Well, the only way they get in, Aaron, is if Cincinnati gets beat. Well, yeah, but if they do, then Notre Dame all, all of a sudden becomes kind of a factor. Yeah, they're going to quietly – they're going to just be quietly rising each week is what yes. they're going to do. They, they don't control their own destiny, but with no. a little help, they could crawl back into it. Bruce uh, asked, you think Michigan will make the playoff? Right now you got them at 25%. They're no, undefeated. No, no, Bruce, I don't. All right, have them ranked higher than 25%. Yeah. But they're undefeated. They're undefeated. They got a chance. So I think that's more like 10%. Well, it may be, but they are undefeated. So I you gotta, you know, give them a shot. I kind of like this idea. Papa Dude should do something on dumbest calls or plays. Papa Dude's dumbest calls or plays of the week. I love that idea. <laughs> well, the only thing is, Jody, I'd have to watch a hell of a lot of football. <laughs> <laughs> you trust me. You watch it enough. Would too, it would be too damn hard. To no, you can do it two. easy. You do it every week. You I would rather do the stupid NFL Refereeing and replay system well, is that's what, what I would you're saying. Dumbest calls mean dumb calls. No, those are bad calls. I, I, I just go on. Listen, Sandy loves the idea. Lindsay says Arkansas could make that segment regularly. <laughs> I love it. Jody, oh. probably the best comment we've ever got. I love it. Oh, now, hold on here. Run, keep going down through here. I got to argue with Russ again. Okay, go ahead. hold on. Russ oh, says Iowa and Penn State got to be higher than 5%. Uh-uh. Well, you're arguing. What are you saying? Oh, I thought you were going to make no, a comment and back me up. Want to argue with him? Go ahead. Okay, Iowa is trash. <laughs> Agree. They've lost a game. They lost, Russ. They lost. They're done. Okay, they're done. You they actually suck. they're going to lose think... three. Huh? They'll lose what? three games, Iowa. You actually think Iowa? can get in the Big Ten championship game and win. That's the other thing, yeah. There ain't no damn way. Penn State is not that bad. Yeah. They ain't they've lost a game, people. They well, have lost a game. They've got their toughest games left. They have their toughest games left. They play Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State. Now, yeah. if they win all three of those, well hell yes, they got a shot. I would put their chances lower than 5% to win those three games. Absolutely. Yeah, Russ, they can win out, but it ain't happening, buddy. <laughs> Here, maybe, maybe dumbest call. Russ, hey, Russ. and Penn State should be more than 5%. Russ, you have to have a quarterback. 
to win those kind of games. You have to have an offense. Hmm. They neither Penn State and Iowa doesn't have it. They don't. Now listen, if they win, I'll be the first one to say you are a genius. Well, here's the deal. I don't. Where's it? Hold on, Russ. Where's your comment here? Let me find. I don't necessarily think. Penn, I don't think I think Penn State can beat Ohio State. Let me put it like that. I don't think the likelihood of them winning all three of those games is is very good. I think they're going to lose somewhere else. Well, I will agree with Russ on this. Well, he didn't really say this, but I agree that Penn State's got a lot better chance than Iowa. Yes. Yeah. Iowa. So if you want me to rank Penn State higher, I'll give it six percent. Okay. Let, you know what? He, Russ just texted me. He said, that's fine. He likes 6%. Five okay. is the number that made him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, before we get, and, and I like this one. Papa Dude I, does have that segment, Jody. It just doesn't have a name yet. So we'll think of the name. All right. Let's go. Let's move on to the college football top 25 scoreboard before the same. Hey, Magic, hang on because I got a couple of rants coming up, buddy. Uh, uh-oh. Okay. Well. <laughs> Are you going to rant to start the show here, uh, to start the scoreboard uh, show here with Oregon and California, or no? No. Well, or you know what? Oregon just did not play very well in this game. I, I, <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. They still won 24 to 17 over California. They did not play well in this game. Okay. So. All right. I'm just going to say this. Okay. It's the only game I missed. Yep. 13 and a half point favorites at home against one of the shittiest teams in the whole college football. Yeah. Had the ball. They should have scored at least 28 points in the first half. They had yep. 10. I, I, I'm done with Oregon. I'm done. I'm done. You know what? I, I've learned my lesson. Yes, Mark. Mark says the Pac 12 is awful, period. 100%. I am not going to bet another Pac 12 thing. It's totally unpredictable. They all suck. That's my thought on them. Okay. Okay. That was good. Uh, how yeah, about San Diego State? Done. I mean, San Diego State wins 19 to 13 in overtime against San Jose State. I'll be honest. I did not watch that game. So I, <laughs> no. I just saw the score the next morning and said, oh, they won. Okay. And they're still undefeated. Uh, well, yeah, they still are undefeated. They go to Air Force. We'll talk about that game on yeah. Thursday. That'll be a fun game. Air Force has only lost once in a game's at Air Force. So like I say, that'll be a good one. Let's go to this one. We were here and we had a lot of fun at this game. Maybe for, for well, for me personally, you you had fun at Texas game. I had had fun at a game yet at OU until this one. <laughs> OU covers for the second straight week. They dominate 52 to 31 over TCU. The lead here, though, true freshman Caleb Williams, it was a wow performance. Uh, there were a lot of you and I looking at each other like, holy shit, I can't believe what we're watching. He looked for real. Through one through through uh, seven quarters, he looks for real. Yeah, you hate to jump to conclusions. Yep. This early, and I'm trying not to. But what I saw Saturday night was a combination of Baker Mayfield's charisma, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray's freakish athleticism, and Jalen Hurts' toughness. Yep. That's three pretty good quarterbacks right there this kid seems to be the combination of all three of them in one now it's, it remains to be seen you know what happens because teams now know he's the guy they'll start game planning for him try to figure out his 
weaknesses and exploit them. So it's not done. But that's the reason I put Oklahoma higher than I would have. Two weeks ago, I would have put Oklahoma's playoff chances at about 10%. If this kid keeps playing like this, I don't think there's anyone left on Oklahoma's schedule that can beat him unless OU beats themselves. He was amazing. Let's try to put in perspective what's happening here and and how historic this might turn out to be and already kind of is. But again, seven quarters does not make, you know, a career whatsoever. But let, let's think about this. The kid has not played since a junior in high school. He, he lost his senior season to COVID. So he comes in without playing a game in two years. He's a true freshman at Oklahoma. He, he comes into the game when it's 28 to seven in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas against the arch rival Longhorns in one of the craziest atmospheres you'll ever play in. Leads them back. Now, of course, we had guys that made a lot of plays. It wasn't just him, but leads them back to a victory. And he makes yeah. play after play to get him there. And then comes back, has to deal with the controversy of who started, even though the team knew, still the media, and you know he didn't block it all out. He heard all that. Has to deal with the drama that you know was in the quarterback room. By the way, let's still remember, true freshman, you know, 19 years old, and comes out and just, I mean, just wings it. Just plays a, not not a perfect game, but just a just a great game. Yeah. He just did things. It's like, wow, this, this kid looks like he's been here for three or four years. I don't know if he could keep this up. I was skeptical that he could really play like he did on Saturday. I did not think he would play as well as he did. If he can keep this up, OU's right back where they were. Now, their defense is still bad, but yeah. I'm with you. I, I think we're back in the playoff. Well, we got a shot, and we yeah. didn't before. We didn't yeah. have a chance uh, before. The other thing that I find really interesting is when he committed to Oklahoma and he's from the Washington, uh, D.C. area, his parents moved to Norman, mm -hmm. which tells me, oh, you probably gave him a million dollars. But that's that's beside the point, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's probably... <laughs> yeah. He's probably the night watchman at the OU stadium and you know, he goes up. But anyway, one of those kind of things. No. Yeah. That's a kind of impressive that they, they moved... Um, to be with him. And so, I mean, I don't know anything about the back. I just think that's kind of interesting. You know, yeah. I, when I heard that, I thought that was kind of fascinating. But, you know, another thing, too, his Spencer Rattler, who behaved like a really nice person down there, he did everything right. Yeah, he did. The game from all indications. Yep. Yeah. He's in a tough spot because he's probably known all along. This kid's better than him. That he was kind of the speculation him. after the game when we would, because you got to remember, we hadn't really seen this. And yeah, we saw the Texas, but, you know, sometimes a kid will come in and they'll oh, yeah. kind of play the game of their life. And then when they have to start and, and they're the guy, that's when you kind of see that start to crumble yeah. a little bit. But yeah, you see him back it up and then you go, oh, maybe Spencer wasn't playing that well because he kind of knew. Yeah, I'm not the better quarterback. And if I make a lot of mistakes, this kid's coming in and I ain't coming back. And that's yeah. – and the players, you know, we talked about all these players. So they got such a spark when he came in. I think it's because they kind of knew that they he knew. was the better player. <laughs> yeah, you can't fool the players. You, you can't. They know who's the best, best player.
Yeah, and Russ is right. Not not much better for a football fan than having a young quarterback yeah. with a bright future. I get it. You're, if he keeps this up, you're looking at another Heisman Trophy winner. No, no doubt about it. There is really no question if he can continue this level playing again. He's only played seven quarters. Uh, yeah. You know, not this. I'm not talking about this year. I'm talking. No, about no, no, no. But in the future, because this yeah. he seemingly has it all so far. But we'll see. We yeah, still got a long way to go with him. But yeah, it was a good start. Long All right, let's move on yeah. to the Georgia-Kentucky game. Georgia gets the job done, 30-13 to 13 here. Uh, they remain the number one team in the country. It, you know, Kentucky played decent in this yes, game. Yes, they, they did. They never really were a threat to win it, but at the same time, they never really were in a position where they were just getting embarrassed. Right. Um, you know, uh, Kentucky scores the last play of the game to cover the spread. So another one, if you bet Georgia, I'm sorry. But well, I don't know. I took away from this thinking, now well, Kentucky's a little better than what I thought they were. Oh, I think so, too. I think they gave a very, very good showing. Mm-hmm. Um, they played them better than anyone else has, you know, with the exception of Clemson. Yeah. In the opening game, that Clemson wouldn't play them that close now, probably. No. But, uh, yeah, I, I came away from that thinking uh, Kentucky's a decent team. They're pretty, they're pretty good. Yeah. What they got to do now is is come back from that and win the games they're supposed to win, and now have a heck of a year. Yeah, that's the thing. They can't slip up against somebody they should beat. Now that's the big key for Kentucky, and it's going to be tough. But that's that's what they got to do. I don't think anybody really expected them to beat Georgia, obviously. But now you got to come back and beat some teams that that you're expected to beat. So we'll see right. if they can do that. That's that's the toughest thing with a team like Kentucky to kind of get to that. 10 win level, you know, versus that eight win level. It's a tough jump to make. Uh, our speaking of a tough jump to make, Purdue goes into Iowa and wins 24 to 7. We were very skeptical that Iowa could cover the spread. Uh, they don't, not only do they not cover the spread, they get beat 24 to 7 to Purdue. Uh, we were driving and when this game was going on and just kind of like shaking our head, laughing, like, yeah, this is Iowa's, uh, this is what these are the games they lose, right? Yep, it's their swan song. And, you know, I, I uh, on Thursday's show, I said, uh, I, I don't think they're going to cover the 12 points. Mm-hmm. I thought they would win, but I thought it'd be 17 to 14. I thought it'd just be a nail biter, you know, 17, 14, 20 to 17. Kind of shocked that they lost. I knew they were going to lose somewhere, but this one, I thought they, I thought they were a little better. I thought they would win it. And if you remember on Thursday, I'm kind of different than a lot of you gamblers here. I don't gamble on my team ever, especially when I want them to not cover a spread and I have to root against them. So I don't do that. But yeah, I did. I thought this was a, a game where they would struggle. And now, yeah. now they're they're in the same boat. Like you said, they got to get back up. Their schedule is not that hard but it's still got games that they're going to have trouble winning and they can't let this season go down to like a nine and three you know no. they need to bounce back and, and get to at least 10 wins if they can yeah they really do and dennis it makes a good point when you come off that season defining win that next week it never yeah. really turns out well and he's not yeah. wrong about that no nope. that's kind of what happened and not when you're a team like iowa Exactly. Iowa is not the type of team that can win a game flat. They've got to be up for every yeah. game. They just don't have those great, uh, you know, not enough, the offense. I should say, of those great talent players that are just going to get you through because they're just better than you. Yeah. And um, once they get behind, they uh, by more than one score, they're, they're in trouble. 
Yeah, then they're in very big trouble, no doubt yeah. about it. All right, let's move on here. Cincinnati gets a win, 56-21 to 21 over Central Florida. So they just keep on rolling there. Yep. Cincinnati keeps looking good. Alabama bounce back win. That was pretty predictable, 49-9 to 9 over Mississippi State. They just got better athletes, and it shows. Uh, Michigan State, boy, they just keep surviving against teams that they're not – you know, they that, that they should beat by more, I should say. They barely beat Nebraska – at home and now they barely beat indiana without their starting quarterback 20 to 15 michigan state are they frauds i mean are we ready to say that are they what are they frauds uh we're gonna find out i yeah i don't think they're as good as penn state or ohio state or michigan yeah but michigan hasn't beaten them in a while they got to go to East Lansing, not this week, but next week. Michigan State has the week off. We're going to find out. One of those teams is a fraud. I don't know which one. Yeah, I I, I kind of think Michigan State, they're kind of what we we're talking. They're an eight or nine win team, I think. I, I, I think, I don't think, I think they're pretty well coached. I think they play a, a style where you're going to have to play like an Iowa type of style where yeah. you're going to have to go in there and not make mistakes. Well, uh, let's not there. forget, Aaron, they've got Penn State. Ohio State yeah. and Michigan. Yeah. We're going to find out. They're, and we're going to find out that they're not, yeah. they're not ready. That's what I say. Yeah. This one made us very, very happy. We laughed all the way to Norman about this one. Oklahoma State 32, Texas 24. Texas blows another big lead in this game. Oklahoma State now undefeated 6-0. and So uh, the two big teams in Oklahoma still undefeated. What do you think? Are the Cowboys for real? Well, they're another one. They've done everything they're supposed to do. They haven't been real impressive. This was their most impressive win. They were down 17-3. Texas would drive in to make it 24-3 and uh, through an interception and pick six. And after that, Oklahoma State dominated them. Uh, interesting thing, we'll get to this uh, on Thursday a little bit more in depth. They go to Iowa State this week. And they're ranked, I believe, number eight this mm -hmm. week. Iowa State's a seven-point favorite, six-and-a-half now, point favorite. You ever seen that before? No. No, no. Iowa State oh. unranked. And then they're not first. getting any credit. No. So we're going to find out. If they beat Iowa State, they got a good shot to be undefeated when OU goes into Stillwater yeah. on the last uh, – Game of the season. Yeah, it would Great be unbelievable season. if both those teams were eleven and zero, and it would be round well, one. The other, bad, the other, the other bad thing too, Aaron, if they both get to the championship game or the uh, uh, regular season game, eleven and zero, they're mm -hmm. going to turn around the very next week and play each other again. Yeah, it'd be round that's, two. That's awful. That's why the Big Twelve sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just that simple. <laughs> well, they don't need a championship game. It's stupid. Yeah, well, I mean, you you make two divisions, you know. Yeah, it's pretty easy. It's not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's been done a few times by every other conference. Yeah. So. Or you well, added two teams a long time ago, yeah. or four, and actually have a real conference. That would have yeah. made a lot more sense. Yep, I know it's crazy. All right, let's move on to this circus down in Knoxville on Saturday night. Ole Miss wins the game, thirty-one to twenty-six, but that's not the lead. Fans throwing shit onto the field, throwing it at the Mississippi team, throwing it at Lane Kiffin. They were mad about a call that they <laughs> they were pissed off about, and so they took it out on yeah. on the Ole Miss uh, sideline. Um, 
it's good. I mean, it's crazy. It's stupidity. It's, it's embarrassing. Throw a golf ball at a car at somebody. Yeah, it's embarrassing. A golf ball. Yeah. Hit you in the right part of your head in your temple. Mm-hmm. It could kill you. Yeah. I mean, what is wrong with people? I don't know. It's stupidity. I mean, you, you, you <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I think Dennis, you're right. It's, it's it, Dennis has said uh, it's not classy and everything like that, but it's 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 embarrassing for Tennessee, but it's entertaining for the rest of us. You know, it is. When I heard that, I thought, "Oh my god!" Because we were driving home, I thought, "Oh my god, I got to see this." Well, I did too. Of course, I was so sleepy. But uh, when I heard they delayed the game for 20 minutes, I was wondering maybe if he did get hit. Well, that was the thing. So you gotta you gotta realize we were at the OU game and then we were driving and it came over my phone as an alert that the golf ball thrown at Lane Kiffin is all, all it said. And you're in, and then it said golf ball thrown at Lane Kiffin uh, game delayed twenty minutes. And I yeah. my first thought was I bet it hit him in the head and that's what I thought down or something. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Mm-hmm. And uh, for it doesn't it doesn't matter. You don't do that. It's a football game. That's all in the world it is. You know, yeah. the sun's going to come up the next day. Yeah, you, don't. you just can't You just can't do that kind of stuff. You just now, can't. I don't know whether they hate Lane Kiffin. I don't know. I've never heard him say anything bad about Tennessee. No. Never. No. They hate him. They absolutely hate him. But it's funny. Yeah. He, they hate him. They're flipping him off. They were say, yelling, throwing water bottles at him as he was walking off the field. He caught one of them. That was hilarious. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, and then he took his visor and he threw it up into the crowd, and the same people that were flipping him off were then fighting each other to get his visor. To get so, the visor. Yeah, it's a weird situation. I mean, I'm not a Lane Kiffin fan. He's kind of arrogant, but if I'm not mistaken, he left Tennessee for USC. Yeah, I think USC's a better job. Well, I think Tennessee disagree, but I would agree with you. I yeah, think, yeah, especially now. I mean, yeah. come on, this is. It's crazy. It's it's really crazy. And, you know, and lost in the there. fact, lost in all this too. Is Tennessee played a hell of a game. They did, yeah. And that was yeah. a great football game. That Made a comeback. Great... We're trying to get in back into the game there, yeah. and then that happened. Yeah, that was a great SEC game. Yeah, it was. Everything went under in that game too. Eighty-two yeah. points was the over/under, and it was thirty-one to twenty-six. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's um, it's it's just crazy that that that's all we're talking about. Uh, but like I said, Tennessee. They really needed to win that game, and they, they couldn't quite do it. So we'll see right. what happens with them the rest of the year and Ole Miss, see if they can kind of get back on the winning side of things there. They've won two in a row since getting beat by Alabama. All right, another team that really needs a win is Arkansas. They didn't get it Saturday. They get beat 38-23 to Auburn. To me, it was a situation where Bo Nix was just good enough to kind of get the job done, and Arkansas just – they got a lot of bad calls in the game. They really did. Um, they made some questionable coaching decisions, I thought. But more than anything, their offense just isn't quite there yet. No, they they the quarterback runs the ball pretty well, but when you when he has to throw, uh, there's a problem yep. there. Uh, they need to bounce back. Um, I think they're off this week, aren't they? No, they, think... well, sort of. They got Arkansas Pine Bluff this week. Oh, that'll be a dandy. Uh, yeah. So they'll get that one. We were talking that they they got a shot at seven, maybe eight wins. Yeah, so that's about where they should be right now. I think. I think. I think people in Arkansas. I don't want to speak for everybody. I think a lot of them are kind of thinking the skies fall a little bit. 
I think you just got to remember what Pittman took over yeah. and what he's got the job that he's trying to do to get this turned around. This game, the score's lopsided. Arkansas had some opportunities to win this game. It, it, you know, 38-23, sure, but they had some opportunities to win this thing. Uh, they, they, they recovered a fumble down on the 10-yard line, and they didn't give it to them. Uh, that was a huge turning point. In Arkansas, they're not quite talented enough to overcome turnovers and bad calls. They need things to go their way when they're playing a, a decent team. Uh, so it, it's a crushing loss, but I don't know. Yeah, but Russ says he blames 11 a.m. kicks. <laughs> it could, could be three straight weeks. <laughs> so, well, that's kind of – yeah, three in a row. Wow. Yeah, that's 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 what sucks about that. But uh, they did beat so. Texas A&M at 11 a.m. kick. I think that was 11 a.m. Maybe in 2.30. I may be wrong, but I don't know. I can't remember. Um, all right, moving on. Dennis says Pac-12 sucks. You got this one right, though, Papa Dude. Utah, they stomped uh, Arizona State 35-21. Yeah. Why is Arizona State – like, why do people think highly of them? They love Herm Edwards. Is that it? Is that all it is? He's another joke. Yeah, okay. okay. Where's Herm Edwards ever won? Yeah, I know. He's never he's won a big mouth and they, they like that. Now, he's funny. Yeah. He can say some funny stuff, but that doesn't mean you can coach football. And Utah is hard to beat in Salt Lake City at night, I'll tell you for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, when we were talking about those games, uh, you, you got to that one. We were picking them early in the week, and I said, I said, is the game at night? And you said, yeah. I said, oh, that's Utah. Well, yeah. they'll beat them. They'll beat them. Utah. You know they're the uh, only team in the Pac-12 that's undefeated in the conference? No, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, they're unbeaten in the conference. Wow. Huh. Well, I mean, they, 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 I, I thought they were a better team than Arizona State anyway, coming into the game. And then they still got to play Oregon. They still got to play Oregon, but it's at Utah. Well, they've been tough on Oregon over the years, too. They have. So, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a good game. We'll we'll surely be talking about that one coming up. Uh, I thought this was a, you know, BYU, maybe they've just kind of, you know, they peaked too soon. They, yeah. they have not looked good back-to-back weeks. Baylor thumps uh, BYU 38-24. Yeah. So that's a good win for Baylor, a uh, team that only has one loss, and they've got OU at home. So, yeah. you know, that would be a, a potential upset there that we could talk about yeah. a little bit later on in the year. Worry about that one. How about this one? This is a little bit wild. We predicted on the show that LSU would come out and play a great game for their head coach. We, we assumed that they liked the head coach. They're going to try to play hard. And they did. And they won 49-42. to 42. And, you know, that house that was burning down there at LSU, it seemed like the flames had kind of, you know, subsided. Not to be. Get home Sunday. Wake up. Ed Orgeron, this is his last season. He has been relieved of his duties. He will finish out the season. How shocked were you of the timing of this that uh, the Coach O is officially gone at the end of the year? You know, some of these college administrators, I don't get it because they obviously were going to fire him, and they knew that before the Florida game. Mm-hmm. It was, and I imagine Orgeron knew it too. So, so why don't you just announce it before the game? Or I. Well, I didn't get that either. And do you think, I mean, the, there's no way the players knew it, right? Because they went no, out and played think. a great game. And if you're going to fire him, don't you wait? Because here's the deal. He's going to, he's going to coach the rest of the season all the way through the bowl game. If they make one. Yeah. So why don't you wait till the end of the season? I, I don't know. <laughs> it makes no sense. 
Because any, and again, I don't think they had much of a chance to salvage this season. Their schedule is pretty brutal coming up, but any chance you had is gone, like gone. And it's like you sat there Saturday and you watched that team fight, right? Like they're not very good. And even though they won 49 42, this is not a good team. But you still watch them and said, well, don't we kind of owe it to them to, to have them fight the rest of the year? And make, you know, I don't know. Like it's just, well, I'm thinking too. If the players love him, like we assume they do, and it's pretty obvious that they they do, how are they going to react to this? I mean, are they going to? I don't. I don't. I. And here's another thing: Ed Orgeron <laughs> is going to get a sixteen point seven million dollar buyout. I think I read that. It's somewhere in that ballpark. Why in the hell? You know. You know what his signature call is. No Tigers. Yeah. Right. No Tigers. You know, they'll interview him and at the end of the interview, no Tigers. Yeah. It is, yeah. That's just so funny and that's the dumbest stupid. Anyway, if I was at Orgeron when they told me that, I'd have said, go to hell, Tigers. I'm out of here. <laughs> that's what I would have said. I and mean, I, yeah. I just, I wouldn't have stayed. I just said, well, just give me my money. Why am I going to hang around here? It, it's, it, that's, it, he's it, 60 it, years old. It's odd. He's it's 60 years odd. old. You get $16.7 million buyout. Why the hell would you ever want to coach again? Yeah. By the way, he's got a beautiful wife. I don't know if you've ever seen her or not. Well, the weird thing is, though, they're saying that, like, he, he might have some girlfriends too. <laughs> oh, he might have a few girlfriends around too. From well, he needs that sixteen point seven million. Then I guess I don't know, but I think I think there was a lot going on that we don't know do about. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's, yeah, it's, it's just odd to me. It's just uh, Russ says Kiffin is the favorite, so that would be crazy. Oh, and Ole Miss fans would well there. He would fit in well there. <laughs> he would. Yeah. Uh, Magic says maybe it's LSU giving uh, giving him a respectful exit, and he can coach for his next job. Maybe I don't know. I think he's done, kind of. Coaching. I do too. And Magic, there's nothing respectful about LSU. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. No. And I agree with this. If I'm a recruit to LSU, and I don't know how I feel about not knowing my new coach. Well, yeah, yeah definitely. Strange as well. Uh, Dennis bet this game, uh, bet in game here and got LSU plus 2.5 at plus 100 odds. That's fantastic. You know, Dennis, uh, I don't know you and I really do like you, but I think you got a gambling problem. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the third time you've told him that. I I, I think you are legitimately yeah. worried about Dennis. I do. Lo- I, I I think you're a great guy, but I, I I'm, a, I'm a little worried about you. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Then maybe we can talk to Dennis about joining a a, a group. Uh, Gamblers but, Anonymous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or a, a GA or AA? Maybe I don't know. No, <laughs> he's not AA, is he? I, I don't. You know so. him a lot better than I do. I don't think so. No, uh, we're going to go to the final two here. Texas A&M uh, couples that win over Alabama with another win on the road uh, this week against Missouri. I think Missouri is just awful, but we're going to win for A&M 35-14. Yeah, we kind of talked about this and I, you know, people probably don't care about the ACC much right now because they're pretty much done for the playoffs. I guess Wake Forest could make a run, but North Carolina State, this is a big win for them. They won 33-7. to This is a game I thought they would maybe lose or it would be close. Mm-hmm. Are they the favorites right now to win the ACC? I think they are. I, I think you have to have to put them up there. There's another team that's kind of slipped up on me, and I, 
I, I even hate to mention them because they make me so mad every year. It's so boring, and that's Pittsburgh. They're slipping into this because they've only lost one game, and it was to uh, Western Michigan, I think. So they're real close to being undefeated. They're in the other side from uh, North Carolina State. So they could come through that. The other side is pitifully weak. They could come through that and and, and get in there and slip and, and win the ACC championship. They could do it. I think North Carolina State's a little better. Uh, Pittsburgh plays Clemson this week, and that'll be interesting to see how that how that goes. I think Pittsburgh. I, I don't know. I think they're pretty decent. You know. Yeah, I do too. They're five and one. They lost a game of just stupidity. They never should have lost it. So no, we'll they got a great quarterback. Dennis says thank you for the concern. Great parenting. You bet. I've been a counselor all my life, Dennis. <laughs> Cancel. Oh, I think plenty of young men over the years. <laughs> I think I think Dennis is just fine. I'm not worried. About I do him. too. I'm just giving you some shit. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for the uh, scoreboard here. We gotta wrap it up. Uh, went a little long, but that's okay. We got Monday Night Football about nine minutes away from kickoff. Uh, any final thoughts before we sign off here? Got any rants? Anything else? Let's make no, no. I got it all out of my system. Um, gonna try to catch up on my sleep a little bit more tonight and be ready to roll. Uh, not yeah, a very good, is. not a very good slate of games this week. No, college. it's not. Um, no we'll, biggies. We uh, we'll have to dig deep to find us some games here. Uh, yeah, and I think we will kind of look at them. Uh, you know, we'll look at all the top twenty-five games in college football since there really isn't one or two standouts, and then uh, we'll go through the NFL as well. So yeah, going to have to college-wise. I haven't really looked at the NFL slate. It's too week too. It's really week. Yeah. Well. What makes it weak is Buffalo doesn't play this week. Dallas yeah. doesn't play. The Chargers don't play. And Pittsburgh doesn't play. So some of your big teams uh, have a bye well, that's, this week. Same with Kyle. And on the articles that Sandy's probably the only one who reads, me and her, <laughs> I'm, we're going to change it up a little bit. Yeah. And we're taking your advice, Dennis. We're going to look at the – what do you call that, Aaron? Well, we're gonna look at we're gonna look at the the point spreads. Obviously, we're gonna keep that going, and then, the, and then we're gonna look at the over under, and then we're gonna look at the team totals. Yeah, team totals. Um, and and so we'll do that for the articles, and also for the podcast on Thursday, we're gonna try a little bit of that as well, where we're gonna cover a little more of it. Uh, basically, I'll introduce a game, kick it to you. You'll kind of give us, hey, who here, who I think right. is gonna win or not. I'll agree or disagree, and then we'll get into those totals. Right. We're constantly changing this, trying to mm -hmm. see which how it, no. how it fits just right. Yeah, I'm on. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> on the podcast. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. You've been wanting to get on, so you just made it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, um, yeah. So we're before I was interrupted there. We're uh, trying to, you know, constantly adjusting, seeing what you guys want. And if you have any suggestions, holler at us, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's what, like say Dennis and Ricky, uh, really Dennis brought it up and then Ricky kind of reiterated. Yeah, yeah. You guys should do that. And I got to thank Dennis because I, I was been betting a lot of uh, over unders uh, for totals. And I, I don't know, I, I knew there were team totals, but I've never really looked at them. And then, I looked at him a little closer and said, oh, man, I, you can find some things here. So that'll be good. We'll try to find uh, the biggest advantages that we believe in, in the game, whether yeah. it's not the point spread, maybe it's a team total or something like that. So 
Yeah, because in a lot of these games, Aaron, these big games, you know, we're trying to pick the spread and we don't really like yeah. the spread and all that. So maybe we can find another angle that will help people. Yeah. Know? And, you know, Russ says he's, he's put the team total in uh, yeah. the Titans. This is an example. I think I think the Titans will cover this game tonight, but I'm not at all confident on it. But when I saw Titans 23 and a half, I said, okay, yeah. if I think they're going to cover, they certainly are going to have to score 24 or more. And I think they will. And I think they're at home and they've got a nice offense. And I think they should. So yeah. I think that's the best bet of the night is when you look at the whole board, I think that's the best one, Russ. So good luck. Hopefully we get it home tonight. 24 and a half. Or good luck, and a half. Hope Hopefully. you get it. Titans I hope you get total. it, Russ. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, all right. We were going to sign off here now. We've uh, – hold on. Let's see. Some big time – Cindy says some big line movement already. Oh, really? Um, is there I, – I, I, I've seen it at six at my book all, all day today, Cindy. Was it – has it changed? we got a couple seconds here if you want to chime in of how it's changed. Or unless you're meaning the game's coming up, perhaps, not the Monday night game. That could be as well. So, uh, anyway, um, yeah. talking about the offensive and defensive lines, you mean the team <laughs> totally? <yeah>. Well, <laughs> big line, yeah, okay, that could be <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. geez, the racy dudes effect, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, anyway, that's um, we're so glad you listen, though, Russ. We really are. Oh, yeah, You're yeah, great. I, I love we got guys that are fans of all kinds of different teams and that's kind of fun because you know we sit here we're OU fans and we yeah. talk about that but then we get into what you guys like too so that's well you know guys also you might text Aaron or whatever we've been kicking around should we do a show just NFL and a show this college you yeah know? we have we have yeah we're just kicking around the problem that's is it's I've got too many shows as it is yeah. that's, yeah. <laughs> that's the biggest issue and yeah, I could, you know I could games. Yeah. I could Real do quick. this on my I could do this on my own, but there's no way I could put the graphics on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Russ thinks it gets better every week. Thanks. I, I appreciate that. I hope I Thanks, hope Russ. I hope it does. Uh Sydney's talking about next week games. Oh, okay. Okay. And, um Sydney, it's funny. We talked about some lines that we thought were really weird. So I think you're gonna see some line movement, like the Iowa State being a six and a half point favorite against a top 10 team and Oregon being a, or UCLA being a favor over yeah. Oregon. So there's some weird things there. So yeah, uh, I think you'll see some line movements, but uh, yeah. anyway, all right, we're going to sign off here. Uh, Monday night football getting ready to start. We don't want to interrupt that at all for anybody. So guys, thank you so much as thank always you. for watching another great uh, audience here uh, yes. for the Monday nights. We're definitely going to switch to Monday nights now. And then we'll keep those Thursday afternoons for you. So uh, check back. We'll be back Thursday at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, noon Central Time, uh, picking all the games for the for the upcoming weekend. We're gonna gonna look at them, you know, a little bit deeper as far as uh, point spreads and team totals, as far as and as well as picking the game. Obviously, who's gonna win? So uh, a lot of fun still to come. And yeah, like I say, hopefully we're getting better every week. So we'll sign off now, guys. Have fun watching and betting Monday Night Football. Thank you again, everybody, for joining us, and we'll be right back with you on Thursday afternoon.